we're here with uh, Molly Matlin, Karen Tompkins, and Jamie Allen Show. So we are here for the um, the show, playing for keeps here at Micamera. Please, can you introduce yourselves? So uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> you start. Uh, this is Caroline Tompkins. Caroline, yeah. Um, one of the photographers in this show, uh, based in New York. And yeah, please don't sure be shy. I'm <laughs> not sure what else you want to know. <laughs> and I'm Molly, and I'm also based in New York, and in Milan, the other person in the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Great. What about Jamie? Um, so yeah, I'm Jamie. The curator. I'm the curator of the show, and... I run a project called Enlarging Memories, which is presenting the show. Um, and I'm currently based between London and Milan. I just moved here two months ago. So. Oh, so you're here based in Milan, mm -hmm. actually, yeah. right now. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. And uh, so how did you get in touch with, with the girls? So both of them are friends of mine. I can say that right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> On the record, we're friends. We're friends. So I think we figured this out yesterday. So we, when was the Perry photo that I first met you? 2016. 2016, okay. And then I think I met you shortly after in LA, Carolyn? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so we've been friends roughly since 2016, but I've been very familiar with both of your work from being part of a kind of online community surrounding mm -hmm. photography, which really kind of stems back from like, I don't know, 10 years ago, 2008, probably. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we've known each other's work at least for a while and known each other a lot more personally in the last few years. Um, I got in touch with both of them really to do this show here, specifically at the camera in Milan, because um, Julia, who runs the shows and is, um, runs my camera, she, um, her remit of photography is American photography and Americana specifically. Um, she shows she's shown quite a few um, American photographers um, who produce that kind of work that kind of depicts the American landscape of mm -hmm. various sorts. Um, the only thing I did notice was that the majority of these photographers were men, and I felt like it was um, an apt opportunity to present something which um, was by women. Basically. So Molly, uh, how do you explain your your photography to to our readers and listeners? Uh, well, I think if you boil it down, I'm a portrait photographer. Mm -hmm. I enjoy making pictures of people, um, but the full scope of my work is inclusive of all types of pictures. Um, it's kind of corny, but I feel that um, everything has potential. So if it looks good, like, uh, why not make a picture of it? You know, I'm not someone who's like, no, 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 I don't make still lifes. I'm only a portrait photographer. Okay. Um, and I think the way I work, again, it's everything has the potential. I'm always making work. Everything is, quote, personal work. Um, and whenever that deviates is usually for a job. And so it depends. Um, you know, sometimes I will bookend a project and or like a body of personal work and that will become a project or a book or a show or a selection of work specific to like a certain set of ideas um, I'm not sure if that's explaining my work <laughs> to people but um, right now I'm interested in making 
like lustful pictures and um, pictures that kind of about longing and desire and a certain kind of like fantasy. romantic fantasy. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice. And what about you, Caroline? <laughs> um, I think there's a lot of parallels between Molly and I's work. Mm -hmm. I also think people would consider me a portrait photographer, but I like I like all types <laughs> um, <laughs> pictures. Uh, and I mean, I think I'm sort of at the moment what I am most interested in making pictures is often from the things that make me uncomfortable. Um, is I feel very like sensitive to my own feelings of whether I'm in a space and I feel like kind of claustrophobic or I'm in a situation walking alone at night and I feel start to feel scared. I think I'm really interested in where those feelings come from and what they mean in a larger context and kind of stem to make pictures from there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so we, I see your photography is really rocking on, on the web, on Instagram. You, you shot a, <laughs> You have a lot of, I mean, on the web and rockers, yeah, like, like kind of viral photography. I mean, what do you think about, uh, you know, the potential of, of Instagram? And, you know, it's different than spreading photography on books, on exhibits, on, uh, on shows. And maybe it's, Instagram is like a, a superficial way to express photography sometimes. I think um, that's currently Instagram is the cards we have dealt. Um, that's like the that's the stage we have right now. Mm -hmm. um, it used to be Tumblr, mm -hmm. and yeah. before that it used to be Flickr. Yeah. Um, there's it's our generation has experience like specifically I think Caroline and I's age and generation has experienced a few different versions of these sharing platforms. Um, mm -hmm and Instagram is just the one we have right now. Um, and I think, yeah, of course, there's so many more ideas behind a picture than like what's online. Um, I think I can speak for Caroline, like we both kind of, for lack of a better word, like hoard pictures, mm -hmm. keep a lot um, and don't put them all online um, because of sensitivity to them or feeling like they want to be precious, saving them for a book, saving them for an exhibition. Um, but still needing to like interact with the world in some mm -hmm. way um, and also wanting to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would say that I think it's, um, everyone chooses their own way that they want to interact. Like some people feel like it's basically an extension of like their website or it is, an ex or it is like a book or, you know, they use Instagram as a project. I think a portfolio. Or portfolio or something. Yeah. Like I think that I'm more interested in using it as like a sketchbook, like an mm. in-between space where you can post whatever, I guess, but you can post images that you aren't necessarily, like, you know, I think we've both posted images that are in this show just because we wanted to and it was fun at the time. And, and I think that that's the importance of an exhibition or a book is to kind of be like, this is what I want to say. Like, this is what I mean. My Instagram is uh, my working ideas. Mm -hmm. personally. Like a sketchbook, as you said. And also there is the, the, the censorship uh, issue. I mean, not uh, all your photography can be posted on Instagram because of censorship and also the, the, the role of the women on Instagram is, uh, is, is, is strange because, uh, you know, also the simple fact that women nipples are bad, evil and uh, men nipples 
are okay. So, <laughs> and in so your portraits, I you actually had my first picture taken down since. Um, it's exciting for you. about the show. I think I hate it. There is like obviously a issue there with censorship and all these things, but also like I think that those are the rules of Instagram. Mm-hmm. We also are from America. I feel like yes. in America, like I feel like in Europe, it's like this is crazy. In America, like we're in this puritanical sort of like. So it, you Christian mean it, 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 like it's really American? Yeah, it feels extremely American in that you're just like, yeah, of course that would be censored. Yeah, or something. Or in, in, yeah. in, in a, I just think like they're, how do I explain? Um, the, I'm like a rule abiding person generally in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I think if the rules of Instagram are you can't post nudity, then don't. Even though I believe that there's like a, deeper, more political issue there underneath it all. Um, I, Instagram can't have nudity because it's an app that all ages need to yeah. be able to use. So technically they can't have nudity or else uh, app, Apple will make it an 18 plus app. Mm-hmm. And then therefore people under the age of 18 can't use Instagram. So it's kind of like, that's the card you have either post your nipples, they'll get deleted. All right, you'll remake your account 900 times <laughs> and ask people to follow you again or understand that maybe this picture, maybe these works need to go somewhere else. Maybe they need to be on Tumblr, a website, a printed thing. Yeah, also um, Tumblr as uh, Yeah, as I mean, Tumblr now is being censored, of course, but yeah. it's like, at least for Instagram specifically, I think if you know the reasons or the rules, like that's, part of the game, but I also agree with Caroline that it's not something that shocks me or her. I'm like, that makes sense. But I also feel like we use Instagram again, not as our like portfolio really. So like, that's another, it's kind of like whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I'll post like jobs, cool jobs I did. And that's because I want other people who can hire me to see them, but also I'm proud of them. I'll post like other pictures that I've taken that are like quote part of my personal work because I like them and I want to show them off. But I'll also like post like dumb cell phone pictures because I'm from a generation that like the internet is like part of my diary and like Mm -hmm. shows you what I'm up to. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, that part of it is really exciting to me. Like Mm -hmm. that's something I've always loved about the internet is that like, um, it doesn't have to be so serious. Okay. So, um, one, one question that came up in my mind right now. Um, you are portrait photographers, mm-hmm. right? And But what do you think uh, about like selfies? I mean, everyone is a photographer of himself with selfies. How do you compare like portrait photography to self-portrait photography and, you know, selfies on the stories on Instagram, on the web? And, would think of this uh, kind of exp- new expression like so I think I mean immediately when you say that selfies or self portraiture is a contemporary thing I don't think that's true and I also think some of the most like I mean I guess immediately Cindy Sherman is like a perfect example of a self-portrait photographer who transforms herself in different ways which is quite akin to the kind of public persona and public face that you can 
create nowadays with um, so, uh, Instagram and social media and stuff like that. Um, I do think that self-portraiture photography in itself is a very traditional element of photography. Yeah, sure. And it's just like saying that like that technology of having everyone connected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like the contemporary. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Uh, well, I think the like, at least for me, the sort of basic answer of that is that if you are intending for those things to be your art then like that seems like that's what it is then i mean um, is, and I think is most there people, an artistic way to do those not for me but maybe for others you yeah. think it's possible is I mean, it acceptable in like, photography or uh, or uh, that's I'm not, not photography I'm not the, you know? the dictator I, of that yeah, <laughs> no, okay not in your I'm, opinion i have no interest in like drawing lines as to being like this is anything below this line is art not in your opinion, like what yeah, you but that's my opinion. Like I don't, okay, I don't care enough, and I can be. I'm interested in photography, and I'm interested in pictures, and what whatever camera that was used from, I don't really care. Yeah. So it's like if something is exciting to me, then I'm stoked to see it. I also but, think there is like a slight misogynistic, sexist tone to. Mm criticizing selfies as like maybe they're not art or they're like noxious or they're um like a way to like be full of yourself mm -hmm. and i think that's something that's a, a women's issue like an issue that affects women uh, that doesn't affect men um okay. so it's interesting that the idea of making taking a selfie is even something to be uh, not considered, but it's like under assessment. Um, that seems directly linked to some kind of sexism. Um, mm. right. And I was about to say, like, yeah. I feel like this is—it's exciting that we are able to represent ourselves and not be represented by photographers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Also, I think um, this is—you know—we can talk about this for a really long time, but having access to a kind of camera where you can make like a traditional self-portrait versus making taking a selfie and if that's your art like that's cool if it's not your art um if it's not your art that's also cool like if you just want to take a picture of yourself because you look good then that's great i can like i do the same thing all the time <laughs> i also think in maybe a light more of a light-hearted way it's by proxy like the more that we like have access to cameras on like a global level like now everyone has like a pretty good camera in their pocket like constantly mm -hmm. and as has the like sort of interest in this sort of like is more present in the like western world of um, thinking about the self and thinking about the individual whether that to be to do with your family or your work or your passions or your like whatever Mm -hmm. There's now it's so much easier to have like an individualistic voice. So I think it's just like natural that like, you know, we end up taking more pictures of ourselves. And yeah. I don't sometimes I don't think it um has to be so like politically weighted or like I think it's just like a influx with technology. And I think like freedom of expression. I yeah. Guess. One last thought about this is mm -hmm. um if there's like a sea of images right now, there's so many of them and everybody has access to cameras, yeah. yada yada. Like there's the person who takes a lot of pictures and then decides to do something with them after. And that's like the that's the media that's the line that you cross. Um, 
my mom takes pictures, your parents probably take <laughs> pictures, my brother does. Um, some of them I think are really interesting and good. They don't consider them. So they're not like, you know. Yeah. It's like the performance of taking a picture. Like when we were younger, like if, like, usually like whoever had the camera in the family it would be like a performance like everyone would have to come into the same room we would like get together like make sure the picture's good before we take it which i think will probably definitely lead into your practices anyway but now i think actually the gesture of taking a picture on your phone it's more about the gesture of taking the picture not the actual picture itself mm. like people want to know that they're like hey everyone get in cool snap i got the picture but that picture will probably just sit in like the cloud and it yeah. won't be like looked at again. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um going going a bit back backward. Uh before you uh Caroline you were talking about that you know the American way of uh intense the the censorship and mm-hmm. And also your photography is uh, very related to the American stereotypes and uh, and uh, American society. So what do you think about the current situation in the U.S.? I mean, Trump, I mean, uh, for us in Italy, is we hear by the news, but you live there, you work there, and I would like to know, hear uh, an opinion of two young photographers about what's going on in the U.S.? Politically, I feel like it's a, a consequence of reality TV and inter- the internet, and it's also like a pendulum swinging. I think that like, that's, which is not new in you know, American politics. It's like pretty commonly like this. It's just, it's just so public because of the internet and because of Donald Trump being a formerly reality TV star feels like an especially like ridiculous, but also like uh, just kind of dirty thing. Um, But I also worked worked in like a newsroom for the last Mm -hmm. five years. So I I feel like I experienced the news in like a, maybe a, I mean, I'm watching like the news all day. So Yeah, you work like as a photo editor. Yeah, or I just recently left. But um Okay. So how for how many years? Five years. Five years, okay. Yeah. Um I don't know. I feel like like I, I said this yesterday, like I feel like the things that are that everyone's so like upset about have existed for a long time. It just happens that they're like exposed now. Um which I don't is like you know, they're There's obviously two sides to that coin. Um, so in terms of like the work that I make, I feel like it's it's thinking about issues that existed before Donald Trump and yeah. before all of this stuff, and it's still like the same. Like, I mean, nothing changed. Yeah, I mean, like mostly. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I think that like it's 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 bad for I don't know how to say this. Like obviously, the politics of Donald Trump hurt a lot of people, mm. and. That's really bad. That's really bad, yeah. <laughs> But like, I think the work that I'm making exists, Donald Trump uh, exposes it, or like the politics around Donald Trump exposes it in a way that maybe is more on like people's mind than it was mm. under Obama or something. But yeah, you know. I think, well, two things. Like, I don't necessarily like want to talk about politics. 
um, <laughs> if that's fair, especially like on an audio recording thing. Um, but I mostly agree with Caroline, and I think the sensationalization, like it, it is very sensational right now um, because Donald Trump is a celebrity, so everything feels really amplified. And um, because of globalization and the internet, like everybody knows about what's going on all the time. Um, which sort of like elicits a or an idea that we're all reacting to it all the time and um, making work about it, responding to it. And I don't think that's necessarily true. Um, and I think, yeah, the issues that are being raised in our pictures um, sort of have nothing to do with Donald Trump in a way. I mean, on society. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's so much more nuanced than that. Feels actually feels um, wrong or in a way to like pin uh, connect those two things mm -hmm. um, or cheapening in some way cheapens it. Yeah, it's not like the election happened and we we're like. We gotta go. Make we gotta make pictures. We gotta go to like. We gotta go to the middle of the country and take pictures of the mm -hmm. cats and stuff like that. Like it wasn't that sort of reaction, which it you know certainly was for others. Yeah, but, and um, I think it comes mm -hmm. from a level of um, self awareness of I'm my privilege and Caroline's privilege. It's not my place to like. I don't want to take up the space for other people who like. It's seriously more impactful for. Yeah, and I guess that's what I was trying to say about like we live in New York and. Uh, we are living that like sort of bubble in a way that mm. it, like most of the people around us have like similar whatever like ideals about I mean the day after he was elected it was like a, one of the saddest days in New York I've ever experienced like it just like a certain so I feel like we live in this sort of privileged space as well to not really have to deal with like a lot of the consequences of this administration okay and uh, so I have one, one question about the subjects of uh, your photos and uh, who, who are the subjects of uh, this, uh, this show in particular? It's a spectrum. A spectrum? Mm -hmm. uh, at least for me and I guess for Caroline as well. Um, if on one end of the spectrum is a very close friend, the other end of the spectrum is person I met once. Um, yeah, and I think uh, we were talking about this last night at dinner. There's the um, balance between pictures of people mm -hmm. and pictures of non-people yeah. um, is pretty even, but it's um, the immediate thing is to try to figure out who the people are. That's how I think that's how uh, humans respond to photography is try to figure out who the person is. Um, it doesn't really matter who they are. And it doesn't really matter <laughs> yeah, who they course, are. It's definitely course, not about yeah. them. They are stand-ins for ideas or There's subjects, you know. Yeah, like their heads are cut off. Like they're, the men, if we're talking about men, like they're not shown. There's only like two, two and a half faces mm -hmm. you see. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's, our, um, that's us photographically telling you that we're trying to illustrate an idea and the men or humans, whatever people like act as sort of totems to ideas we're thinking about and you know it'd be one thing if these were straight portraits that we're trying to like capture these people but these are it's there, not there's nice. also you in the, in the photos 
Yeah, um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely not a, uh, a story about the people in mm-hmm. the pictures. Um, and if it were, there would be more, I think. I think it's very, it's a very intimate selection. It's very, very personal. It's like a, like a diary or, or, uh, it's very personal. I, f- I feel that. I, yeah, it kind of goes back to what I was at be- very beginning introducing myself. Everything's personal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really work in these kind of projects with parameters. Everything has the potential to live in a body of work and kind of navigating the world, thinking about a handful of ideas um, and seeing the potential in things when I'm with someone or traveling or in my home. Um, and I think the semiotics of the pictures, right? Mm-hmm. The symbols, the things inside them, they, the immediate response is intimacy or diary because there's skin and um, it, we're inside in a lot of the pictures. We're also outside in many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think we're, it's, we're dealing with something a bit more complex, but it's, it's, it's shown off simply in a mm-hmm. simple way. Um, and I think that's where it gets complicated to say like, oh yeah, it's a personal, personal. Game, because that feels so flippant in a way. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like a translation thing, if there's like a different word to use. It's also kind of like a externalization of an internal monologue. Like I feel specifically for you, Molly, like one of the pictures where I feel like you're most present is a slightly our focus still life. And to say that you are like any more present in that picture than you are in the picture of um, Justice. Justice, thank you. Um, Justice is like obviously like someone who like is um, He's looking directly at me. Yeah, looking directly into the lens and, like, is in your home. That kind of thing. That, like, contact is a very specific kind of you being in the picture. But I think it's just as present in, like, all of the pictures. And I think that sort of, um, yeah, that, like, term diary or personal or, like, whatever you want, exactly what you were saying. Yeah, both of you. I think, I I was going to say, I think it's worth saying that we didn't shoot these pictures for the show so I mm-hmm. think that like it's not like we went out and we're like um, this year we're gonna take diary pictures and we'll see what we get you know it was like a very intentional uh, looking through our archives of work maybe mm-hmm. like a few years um, and uh, making an intentional sort of narrative based on that so I think they're obviously inherently personal yeah I think um, I don't know how to say this without being corny, but my interest in photography is challenging the power of a simple picture Mm -hmm. and um, wanting someone to think a lot harder about it than just sort of passing it off as a personal uh, diary or... Also, the pictures are not, for lack of a better word, candid. Like, I think Caroline and I work in a very, very, like, strategic way of making pictures um, because things are simple or in the center of the frame or um, there's not many other things happening they're not complex um, that's because we're thinking straight. about everything's in the frame right mm-hmm. and what's this going to mean what do all these objects symbolize what's the pose suggesting um, and through all that is 
at least for me, like I'm really hoping that people, including myself, can look at photography and like just dig a tiny bit deeper than these are pictures of my life because they're actually not, they're constructed in a way. I'm not like hanging out and all of a sudden my friend has no shirt and he's sitting by the window. Like these are constructions um, in the hopes that the pictures will talk to the, another picture and sort of like tell a story in that way. Mm -hmm. I also think that's specifically for the show of playing for keeps and the narrative that I kind of like presented to both of you. It was, I felt really lucky that you were like, gave me like open access essentially to your archives. Mm -hmm. That was cool. Um, but I think, you know, this narrative of that I kind of constructed for the show, um, it was really easy to satisfy that because of the, honestly, just the strength of the theatrics of both of your pictures. Like, your, both of your pictures are very, um, yeah, like you said, they're like constructed, they're like, uh, they're performative, they're um, definitely romantic in a whole like spectrum of different ways. And it, it was very easy for me to like, literally like pay, make a movie with these images because that's all the different things which you incorporate into how you think about photography and it's definitely how you make pictures. Um, yeah. Yeah, nice. I, and so you, you also anticipated my last question that was, uh, how did you work together to make up this selection? And it's very... Um, I mean, I think as a... I mean, I have, I guess I would like to say that I have many roles with my work. One of those roles is a curator, but mm -hmm. speaking from a position of moderate experience, um, what I would aim to do um, continually is to really main, let authorship main, be maintained and remain with the people who make the pictures and putting the show together like this is definitely a, a very sincere discussion and I would never want to like take away from any intentions uh, that the individuals involved have with the images that's really important to me as a person but also as someone who works with photography um, and I think, yeah, like putting these in really just, yeah, I mean, both of you like gave me a couple of um, yeah. suggestions and which, yeah, it was like a back and forth. Yeah, it was really just like, um, like Molly and I sent kind of a wider edit of things we would be excited to show. Jamie put together sort of mild edit, we go back, he goes back, we go back, it was probably like, 10 to 15 variations, mm -hmm. switching things out. And then when we got here, it was, it was like kind of beautiful. Like spent a couple of hours just being like, knowing that we all speak the same photographic language and, you know, moving something around and all of us being like, no, 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 that's not right. Or that is right. Or mm -hmm. we you touched on it yesterday. You were, I think you were about to say how like the photographic language when you realize that someone else is speaking the same language as mm -hmm. you, you were talking about it yesterday. Mm -hmm. And like, if when something is right, you just kind of like, no. And like, mm -hmm. when it's not, you also just know. It's like a weird, like yeah. you can't really describe it. It's, and I think that was a real fortunate um, I mean, 
like experience to have with both of you picking the pictures because they all feel like we definitely speak the same language when it comes to choosing pictures. Yeah. Because yeah. we're pretty easy. Yeah, I think, well, again, if all the pictures are quite thoughtful um, when making them, it's not a quick interaction. And so because of that, dealing with um, a set of ideas that exist in the picture, love, hate, water, fire, whatever, like dumb it down all the way to that. And when you're give we, you know, had a set of ideas for what the show is going to be about. And you kind of look through the pictures and go back and forth. Okay, these pictures definitely talk about those things. Mm -hmm. And we'll put them all together. Like, and that's, I think that's like the beauty of the way Caroline and I make work is um, the parameters are so loose about what we're interested in that you can reapply them, rearrange the pictures, sort of like a puzzle. Like, all right, if you move them this way, they definitely answer these questions, but they could also talk about this. Um, and that's, you know, there's obviously many other ways people work in photography, more mm -hmm. project-based, you know, work photographing a person, a place, a set of rules, um, you know, set up. And it's like it's like a feed, you know, like Tumblr. You know, you have a random feed, but also with a with an idea yeah. in the back. So I like this of this uh, of this show. So um, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. We really had a very nice talk. And uh, so, uh, are you leaving Milan uh, very soon, right? On Thursday tomorrow, it's we are so. going to drive to. Um, <laughs> Where are we going? Livorno? Livorno. Oh my god. <laughs> There's a dog. <laughs> wow. It's a San Bernardo. Wow. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really, yeah. So we rented a house uh, <laughs> like outside of Livorno and we're just going to go hang there for Okay, you stay days. here in Italy for a few days. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so don't forget pictures, to eat uh, cachucco. Don't yeah. forget it. And uh, so, uh, uh, very nice to meet you. Likewise, and, uh, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks a lot, and uh, to all from all the C41 yeah. stuff. Um, hope to see you soon uh, again, and and see you tonight at uh, at the show. Definitely. Thank, thank you. you. Thank Thanks. you.